0: You're listening to a podcast from 702 Bongani Lingua. on 702 your number one news and talk station on 92.7 and 106 FM. Of course uh, what we do know as far as this issue around uh, social development is the the expiry of uh, the deadline set by the constitutional court remember the court extended the suspension of uh, the invalid contract between the South African Social Security Agency SASA and uh, that company CPS, Cash Paymaster Services. And that expiry date ends on the 31st of March 2018. The clock is ticking. And uh, we're now understanding that uh, the chairperson of the Interministerial Committee uh, for Comprehensive Social Security Minister in the Presidency, Jeff Hadebe, told a joint hearing of Parliament's SCOPA, the Standing Committee on Public Accounts, uh, that uh, government will move with the necessary speed to introduce an integrated payment system, which they say, will be provided through a partnership between SASA and the South African Post Office. They've also included entities like Home Affairs. Uh, they're saying that uh, project plan is going to be developed uh, by Friday, the 17th of November. So they're moving with some speed. You'll remember, of course, uh, last week, some ANC MPs were visibly upset uh, with uh, the action uh, that was being taken. It's been moving at a slow pace. Uh, but not only are opposition parties calling uh, on the Minister of Social Development to make good, well, it's not just making good on what the Constitutional Court uh, ruled, it has to be implemented. Otherwise, she would be in defiance of a Constitutional Court ruling. So uh, they've all been huddled together in Parliament this afternoon. So we're not getting the answers that we needed because, of course, that process is still ongoing. We're hoping to get Minister Jeff Khadebe a little bit later on. But joining us now is ANC MP and a member of uh, the Standing Committee on Public Accounts. Nyamiboy on the line from Cape Town. Good afternoon to you and thank you for your time.
1: And good afternoon, sir, and good afternoon to your listeners. We know. I must say that
0: Minister Jeff is answering questions inside Parliament. Yes, yes, yes. No, we we completely understand. We're hoping to speak to him a little bit later on, but Uh, we 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 do understand that he's uh, still occupied. Yeah. Um, last week, of course, we heard from Scopa chairperson Temba Gordi, who said he would push for a debate in Parliament for Minister Batabile Lamini, particularly being unfit to hold office. We've also seen even members of your party frustrated visibly, in fact, with the minister. Um, what has been at What's been at the core of the delays In making this deal Because as I said in my introduction As we all know This is a constitutional court judgment no less Yeah, Most of the members
1: of parliament And the different portfolio committees That was the frustration It was when judge made a judgment About the public protector And the behaviour of parliamentarians Even during the encounter issues is that we are not paying attention to to the detail of what happens within the body that we are supposed to be holding accountable, and even the executive. Now, when the executive doesn't respond, it creates a lot of frustration amongst members of the portfolio committees and the study group on on scope.
0: I have to ask you, because the Social Development Minister has missed several meetings to update the committee that you're in um, on SASA's process of implementing the Concord Order. How have you reacted to her approach that even when she has come, she's been belligerent, she's not really answered? I mean, do you support the call by Tembakodi that uh, we should push for a debate that she's unfit to hold office?
1: I We made progress even in discussion and making that to understand that When we called in for Treasury and Treasury started to mediate, it it became positive. And after Treasury started to mediate, we called on the IMC to intervene. Initially, the IMC was being uh, uh, chaired by the president. And we made it quite clear that in all the behaviors that we have seen in front of us, the the chairperson of the IMC, who is the president, must come to this particular meeting. And all changed, and the next thing, the responsibility was given to Minister Jeff Khatab. And for us, that means there's progress.
0: But at the same time, the
1: authority now, and the authority now rests with the minister
0: sure but at the same time that paints exactly that point you were making about parliamentarians holding the executive to account if the minister has failed to discharge her duties in this way uh, and uh, no less than a constitutional court order demanding her to do so and you've had to have uh, the minister in the presidency inter- intervene you've had to have the interministerial committee intervene how are you holding her to account for her failures
1: Today, members again went back and expressed a strong view that somebody must be held to account. Who? Because the IMC has come to a conclusion to say there is somebody or some people were tra- trying to sabotage the process. And mm-hmm. they then said that next week, Friday, go and sort out your details, minister, with your, with your IMC delegation. And after Friday, you tell us exactly what has been going on and give us the details. And on the 21st, we'll be taking it up because by then we'll be knowing is the effect to the fact that she's been trying to sabotage the whole process or who was involved in sabotaging the process.
0: Are you saying at this stage, Mr. Boy, even though you sit on this committee, even though you've been there when she hasn't showed up, even though you've been there when she has shown up and given evasive answers, are you saying even at this stage you don't know who is to be held to account for this mess? I'm
1: saying... uh, I'm saying so that it becomes additional. We should not hold just one person accountable. We want to see the whole team because if Sasa was up to the task, it, the panel, in the way it has described the behavior of Sasa officials, in not being able to do that, but. Hmm. Mr.
0: Boy? Oh, cell phones when you need them. All right, we'll try and see if we can get Yummy Boy back on the line because for me, it's a very simple question is as far as he is concerned as a member of the parliament standing committee on public accounts does he think minister batabile lamini is fit for office it's as simple as that because we are here because no less than a constitutional court order has been delayed and delayed and delayed and there's been months of obfuscating it's been months of not showing up and i want to know yes or no does he think, Ah, oh, we do have back him back on the line? Mr. Boy, um, I'm back, um, I'm you back. are back. All right, here's the point I'm trying to make. i
1: back, I'm back.
0: Here's, here's the point I'm trying to get to. Um, after months mm. of obfuscating, of not dealing with what the constitutional court ordered, we, know, we, we, we may get to hear other names, but certainly we know Minister Batabile Lamini's role in this. As you sit there, no, as we, a member of that SCOPA uh, 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 yeah. uh, committee, do you think she's fit for office? Yes or no? Do I think that? Do you think Matabile Lamini is fit for office? You see, that I want to
1: leave with the president who has appointed her. That I want to allow that Scopa must come to its own conclusion as a body that has done the work that has been engaging them. And that also the joint committees that we are must come to a conclusion that this is what you are saying has gone wrong here and this is how we are going to resolve the problem itself think at the end of the day, parliament doesn't appoint ministers. We can make the allocation, but at the end of the day, the president is responsible
0: sure. for appointment. But of course the president is responsible for appointing members of his cabinet. That I fully accept. Mm. But at the same time, you as MPs have a responsibility of oversight as far as the executive is concerned based on what you think the president will also act. So do you think she's fit for office? And based on that, if it's yes or no, the president will act. The point is very simple that I can be the
1: sole representative scope of SCOPA to come to a conclusion. There are quite a number of members of parliament that are there and we must listen to their different point of views. Then we come to a conclusion. But if I'm going to write the report outside the normal channels that we have created the scope of how do we point fingers at individuals, then there is going to be a little bit of a problem. I acknowledge what Honourable Gordy has been saying, but I have re-engaged and we have been talking what type of process is You can't run outside the Constitution. We must follow the proper procedures when to do these things.
0: We do understand that so announcements... i not denying
1: the fact that I don't want to use the words you're using. I'm just saying that there has been challenges and we'll be able to deal with those
0: challenges. All right, I think we've, you've made the point there. Just as a final parting shot, uh, we do understand yes. announcements are going to be imminent. In fact, uh, Minister Khatebe is answering questions around this in Parliament as we speak. Uh, do you see a light yes. at the end of the tunnel? I, from where
1: I'm seated, the, the basic person, the person who's getting that grant must see the end of the channel. It's not about me. It's not about members of parliament. Me and you must be satisfied that the fiscus is it being done or is it being given to the right people to be able to do that particular job? All right. and, when they, and when the pensioners and the people are benefiting from the system are happy, I'll be the most happiest man.
0: All right, Nyami Boy there, ANC MP member of the Standing Committee on Public Accounts on the line there from Cape Town in Parliament. One quite out with it about Batabile Lamini's fitness for office. What are your thoughts on that? 11 883 And I think it links in to that question I asked a little bit earlier on. When? You hear people like Nyami Boy on shows like this one. Do you get a sense that you're getting real answers, that you're getting some sense of transparency, that you're getting some sense of accountability, or is he locked in by the process in terms of what he can and cannot say and you give him the benefit of the doubt? I want to know your reaction, please.